0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Yesterday, of course, the news broke. Headline that Mikhail Gorbachev, former president of the Soviet Union, had died at the age of 91. He's been hailed by many world leaders as a man of remarkable vision, a person who had tremendous impact on the course of history, of course, ultimately leading to the ending of the Soviet Union, as it was known at the time. His life also converged with three other extraordinary leaders that also made a difference. They were really the big four. And without even just one of them, would history have been the same? Were these leaders made for the moment? Or did they make the moment? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. We've heard me many times on this program talk about Kairos moments. Kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S. Kairos, it has to do with time. A little different from chronos, chronological time, sequential time. Kairos is like the opportunity of a lifetime kind of time. And I believe that's where our lives, I believe that's where history is made, is in those Kairos moments and who meets those moments. Obviously, the world lost one of those leaders, a leader who was ready uh, for a Kairos moment, that tap on the shoulder when they were given the opportunity to do something extraordinary uh, in Mikhail Gorbachev. And he wasn't alone in that extraordinary season of world history time. It was really a Kairos moment for the world. And he found himself with three other individuals also ready for a moment in time. Uh, Interesting players. Of course, everyone's familiar with the relationship with President Ronald Reagan. You had Margaret Thatcher uh, leading the United Kingdom, and you had Pope John Paul II. All of them uh, made up this incredible four uh, that really did change the course of history and I want to go to just a couple of things from that uh, because there are many lessons for us to be learned and, and that we had that kind of leaders today that were ready for that kind of moment. that They could meet the moment, match the moment, and make the moment into something better and different. Of course, Ronald Reagan started his relationship with, uh, with Mr. Gorbachev uh, by declaring him to be part of that access of evil. And then, of course, the famous speech at the West Berlin Wall, uh, where he challenged Mr. Gorbachev to tear it down.
1: Behind me stands a wall that encircles the free sectors of this city, part of a vast system of barriers that divides the entire continent of Europe. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, If you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
0: Of course, that was the famous line there. Uh, As we look at how that relationship developed, there are lessons in leadership there. Andrea Mitchell, NBC chief foreign affairs correspondent at the time, asked Gorbachev what his first impression was when he met met President Reagan. I liked him. Toward the end of the first day, I knew that we would reach an agreement on some uh, common statement. So they they started with this optimism that they could get to something. They went from this contempt that we see in our society today, contempt for those that we disagree with, and then it became respect. And that respect led to some laughter, some lighter moments, some personal human connections that made all the difference. You may remember in 1987, President Mikhail Gorbachev visited the White House to sign the Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, a significant treaty, President Reagan had this excellent exchange that shows you how these leaders were ready for the moment.
1: But the importance of this treaty transcends numbers. We have listened to the wisdom of, in an old Russian maxim, and I'm sure you're familiar with it. My, Mr. General Secretary, though my pronunciation may give you difficulty, the maxim is doviye no proviye, trust but verify. (laughs) You repeat that at every meeting.
0: (laughs) I think that was an extraordinary moment with uh, Mr. Gorbachev saying, you keep saying that. Uh, And it led to this lightness, this personal connection, this human connection. You think of how many images you saw during that crucial period of time of Gorbachev and Reagan smiling together, laughing together, clasping hands. It sent a message to the world that, look, we can disagree. We can disagree on all kinds of things. And we can respect one another, and we can move forward to something better. Margaret Thatcher, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom at the time, was also a crucial figure in all of this. And listen to the way she described how her relationship with Gorbachev developed.
1: I like Mr. Gorbachev. We can do business together. We both believe in our own political systems. He firmly believes in his. I firmly believe in mine. We're never going to change one another. So that is not in doubt. But we have two great interests in common, that we should both do everything we can to see that war never starts again, and therefore we go into the disarmament talks determined to make them succeed. And secondly, I think we both believe that they're the more likely to succeed if we can build up confidence in one another and trust in one another about each other's approach.
0: Uh, that is brilliant. And just think of that in today's context. We both believe passionately in our system of government. He believes his, I believe in mine. And that's okay, as long as we can trust each other we can build confidence in each other, and we can move towards that common ground. Uh, that's extraordinary. We don't hear a lot of that in the world today. And then you add, of course, the, the fourth component to all of this was Pope John Paul II, and much of his work was behind the scenes. But between all of these leaders and between many of those who were living behind the then Iron Curtain uh, to make way and to create space for that spark of, of freedom, uh, to begin to grow and to and to ultimately flourish. And so when we think about that, uh, think about that confluence of those four individuals in history. Each of them had a Kairos moment of leadership presented to them, and they were ready to step into it. Think of it this way. Think of if those four were not all on the scene at the same time. Would the Cold War have ended? Would the former Soviet Union have uh, moved forward uh, and had all of these uh, places like Poland and and so on that gained their freedom for the first time? So just think of that. If it hadn't been Ronald Reagan, if it had been Jimmy Carter or George H.W. Bush, would it have happened? If it hadn't been Mikhail Gorbachev, if it had been uh, Andropov or Chernenko uh, or even Yeltsin, from the U.K., if it had been James Callaghan or John Major or Tony Blair, could it have happened? If it had been John Paul I or Benedict Sixteenth, would it have happened? I believe each of those leaders, uh, now all gone to the history books and to the, to the ages, uh, they all had a moment, and they met the moment. And the way they met that moment was by creating relationships. And to me, that's the, the essence of history. The essence of history is what happens when people choose to connect, when they choose to believe, when they choose to trust, when they choose to reject contempt and instead focus on the future and what can be. Uh, I really do believe that those four leaders that brought the end of the Cold War Uh, really were there for a reason. I don't know that it would have happened uh, with other leaders that either preceded them or followed them, Uh, but they were there and they did it and they did it through connection. They did it through respect. They did it through friendship, friendship that started from some pretty rocky spots, but they proved that it can be done. The challenge for all of us is to prove that it can be done again. So as we look to leadership, Those are four great examples of people who had a Kairos moment, opportunity of a lifetime. They leaned into it, they stepped through it, and they changed the course of history. We can do the same.